Welcome to the Coming Home Well podcast, the show that educates, supports, and advocates for the veteran community. Your host, Dr. Tyler Piron, U.S. Army retired, will bring you exciting conversations with amazing guests about resources, research, and military history, all geared to helping our warriors to come home well. Here's your host, Dr. Tyler Piron. Welcome to Coming Home Well. I'm your host, Dr. Tyler Piron. And today we're going to talk about something that is, well, quite honestly, a tragedy, veteran homelessness. But we're not going to talk about all the bad stuff. We're going to talk about some of the really good stuff that people are doing to help veterans that may be housing deficient. I don't even know what the right term is, but not having a place to stay is the number one challenge if you don't have somewhere to stay. We are going to be talking with Valerie Ballard, and she's with Operation Tiny House, and they're doing some really cool stuff down in Texas, and she's going to tell us what she's doing to sort of help address this persistent challenge. I know we've got all these politicians saying, hey, we've solved this challenge. There's no more veterans that are homeless. Well, that's ridiculous. We know that isn't completely true, but I do appreciate the fact that they're putting a lot of time and effort to try to address veteran homelessness. But there's a lot of things that are not making it down to the veterans. So there's a lot of great people like Valerie and Operation Tiny House that are doing some really cool stuff. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Thank you. Glad to be here. So Operation Tiny House. I I watch a little HGTV. I know what a tiny house is, I think. But you tell me what a tiny house is. It is exactly what you see with our friends, Zach and John with Tiny House Nation. That is what we do right here in Dallas is we build tiny houses for veterans who are experiencing homelessness. Our tiny houses are a little smaller though. So we have them at 170 square feet. Some of them are 158 square feet as small as like 115 square feet. So they come in all kind of tiny sizes. And but to a veteran that's sleeping on the street, it's a mansion. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember the first barracks I had and it was absolutely itty bitty, super tiny, but it had everything I needed. I mean, it had a roof and a shelter and, you know, all those things. So I'm picturing these little tiny houses. Are they like you know, on wheels? Or are they like on the ground? Or are they, how do these things work? Absolutely. We have our tiny houses on wheels. So we get to hook them up to our Ram trucks and drive them around the city and show them off to sponsors at community events where we meet veterans who, who get an opportunity to tour as well as the community. So we call ourselves, you know, this is a community organization. So veterans have served everybody, right? So they're just not our veterans. They're everybody's veterans. And so we give everybody an opportunity to be a part of the solution. So how do we do that? We let you help us build these tiny houses. So we take a trailer out. And all of the lumber, the windows, this is what we did in 2019. We would show up literally with all the material 
And then we would build on a company's parking lot. So we drive up, we start building and people say, I don't have any experience building it. You don't have to have any. We'll show you. All of our tiny houses are amateur built, except the electricity and the plumbing. You need those two license components. But everything else, we give people an opportunity to put their hands on that tiny house. So they say, I'm a part of the solution. I can just totally picture this because I've done some things with Habitat with Humanity and I am not exactly the most Mr. Handy. My wife and I, we go volunteer. We wanted to learn like how to do windows and doors. And in a day, we put in like eight door or eight windows and several doors. And I was like, oh, this has to be super hard. It's not that hard. You know, especially if you have someone that knows what they're doing, showing you the way. Absolutely. So where in the world do you get all the materials from? Home Depot. Home Depot has been our partner for, oh my gosh, I want to say a decade. Because before we started building tiny houses, Home Depot was our partner. And what we would do, we would revitalize neighborhoods. So we would go out and pick about seven to eight houses on one street, and we would revitalize all of those houses in one day. We did that in partnership with National Rebuild Day. And there's a national organization called Rebuilding Together. So we had an affiliate here in Dallas and we partnered with them and other agencies. And we got out and we were revitalizing homes. We kept running into these veterans whose homes was just uninhabitable. And I couldn't believe it. So I would say to them, why are you living like this? And they was like, oh, it's okay. It's no problem. You should see, you know, where we come from. You know, we we stay in foxholes. I was like, but you're not in the military anymore. This is your house. You're a civilian. You shouldn't have to live like this. So after running into several, many, many veterans, I decided my family are veterans. My family doesn't live like this. Then I'm going to take my grandmother's legacy and I'm going to create Operation Tiny House. And so what would my grandmother do? My grandmother would take care of the veterans in our family. So I started taking care of the veterans in a community, building tiny houses for those veterans. So how long have you been doing Operation Tiny House? So Operation Tiny House started, we built our first tiny house in 2017. So it's the very end of the year. And we're building our tiny house and we get news coverage from when we showed up with the trailer. And so the news is covering it. So we can start getting all these phone calls. We got phone calls from the VA. We got phone calls from the tiny house Jam Marie who said, bring your tiny house to Arlington and we're going to put it in a show. And we're going to show everybody this tiny house that you built for homeless veterans. So we did that. That opened up so many doors open up doors for us to go to the VA here in Dallas to be a part of the Veterans Resource Center, where when we had Thanksgiving dinner, we asked people, I got up and asked them, hey, if go out, take a look in the tiny house, see if you like it. If this is something that you need, then we'll put you on a list. Oh my God, every single veteran got in line. And uh, and I can, I promise you, it had to be about two to 3,000 veterans there. I was like, whoa, 
whoa, hold on. I said, let's take the first 50 and let us get 50 built first. Two veterans said, I'm not getting out of the line. They said, like, you don't understand. I need that tiny house. So we have 52 on our waiting list. So we that, so we, that was 2017, and it was 2018 when they signed up. So, of course, we started really, we, we turned out about six tiny houses in 2019. Then the pandemic hit. It's like, oh, my God, we were, we were on a roll. So we got involved with United Way, who said, okay, veterans are losing their jobs like everybody else. So you guys are going to have to come up with a brand new program to raise money to employ your target population. So I'm thinking, how in the world we're going to do it? So we turned them into diners. So we're now using our tiny houses. We turned them into dining places where the community can come and dine in the tiny house and be served by a veteran. And all the proceeds go to our, our program to start rebuilding again. That is a really good shift. I know that a lot of folks are probably still looking. They're like, I want one of them tiny houses, but everything changes with everything shutting down with the pandemic. So you guys start out with gangbusters. You guys are out the gate. Pandemic hits. Things, you know, obviously you can't do the things you were doing just because everything was crazy. And now you're serving restaurant. Is it a restaurant? Is it a like uh, dining place? It's a ranch. So we moved to a ranch and we took all the, the beds out and we put in really beautiful tables, chairs, decoration, and we just we made them beautiful. So now people can go to our website and set a reservation to dine at the tiny dining ranch and be served by a veteran. And since we're on this property, we have like about three and a half acres over here on this side. We have huge spaces outside um, that people can have birthday parties, family gatherings. We had a Super Bowl party here. So people just any kind of celebration they want to do, they come here. We have a great time. We raise money to build these tiny houses. So we're we're planning to be back in operation this fall building tiny houses for these veterans. So how many people are currently on the list? I know, I know things change and people, you know, their situations change. So somebody like a year ago that might've needed a tiny house to get off the street might have transitional housing or permanent housing. So how many people are like waiting? So what we're doing right now is we're going back through the list, right? Some of the veterans are living in our transitional housing. So we have a facility, which is a, a home where my grandmother lived, Joanna. So it's called Joanna's Veterans Camp. We have veterans living there now waiting for a tiny house, right? So we're contacting, we, we, we're contacting those that are on the original list of the 52, finding out where they are, and then finding out if you still need a tiny house, right? So we're in the process of doing that now. But what we did is during the pandemic, we didn't want to tell people, okay, the, time, the, the list is closed. So 
So we, we started keeping all of that data from people contacted us. So from that list, there is another 32 veterans on that list. That's a lot of veterans that need help. I don't even know how they do it because it gets hot as heck down in Texas. And, you know, they're just are they just living rough? Uh, Some of them are in the transition home. Who are these veterans? So we have unfortunately we have some veterans that are chronically homeless that are living in tents that are living in these encampments. And so they're living outside. They're living under our bridges. They're living on our streets. And we are just pleading with them to please go to the shelter. And so the VA is doing all that they can do. We're here to help, not point any fingers. We're here to work. So we're planning a to build a tiny house community We're starting the construction on that. And we're doing a capital campaign so we can raise money to build more. So our goal is to build 100 tiny houses. So that's a big neighborhood of tiny houses. Yes, 50 per neighborhood. So we're looking at one now that'll be 50 houses. And then we'll look at another site and try to do another 50 there where we can at least have, you know, 100 of our veterans off the street. And here's the good thing is that if they stay with us for 10 years, they now own the tiny house. So they become homeowners and they get to work with us. They help us actually build tiny houses. They may, you know, be working out in the yard or what have you. Everybody's going to have a job. They're going to have something to do. I know you realize that at one point it was 22 veterans that was committing suicide. It's 27 veterans a day committing suicide. And a a lot of it has to do with being isolated. So, but if you put them in a community, in our community, we're going to see you every day. You're going to come out of your tiny house every day and have some responsibility to do. So you know that you are loved, you are needed, and we're going to give you the respect and treat you like the heroes that you are. And a little sweat equity always does a wonder, not only for your self-esteem, but also for that buy-in of this is my house and this is, I got to keep it up and, and, and take care of the neighborhood and make sure Absolutely. that people aren't messing with things. Exactly. Exactly. They love it. We've been talking with Valerie Ballard, Operation Tiny House. The website is super easy to find, operationtinyhouse.org. So, Valerie, all these veterans, they're homeless. They're often hungry. There's so many programs that are out there, but they're really sometimes hard to access or there's some mental health issues and there's all these things. And so the VA and these other organizations are all trying to solve things. But homelessness is the number one challenge. If you're homeless, everything is harder and more expensive. So you're addressing these with the tiny houses. You've got two neighborhoods planned, 100 houses, and you guys were gangbusters out of the gate when you guys really got started 2017, 2018, 2019, pandemic hit, and all of a sudden it's a lot harder to do any of these things. So you guys have this plan. You got the restaurants. What else do you need to make this a reality? 
Well, we could always use donations because with the pandemic came high prices. So in 2019, we could build a small, tiny house for about 25000 That includes a refrigerator, microwave, plug-in oven, washer and dryer. Yeah. It was fully furnished. But when the pandemic hit, everything, it tripled. So we're looking at now about $50,000 per tiny house. And we got to do that times 52 just to cover what's on our list. So we're looking at about $3 million to build a community of tiny houses. So that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but not if we all put together. It's not a lot of money. It's been more money raised than that. Okay. So, but for them, it is so worth it. So I'm also happy. I'm also happy to report that just last week, we got a super donation in to get this tiny house community going. So we have $700,000 one donation made last week. Wow. Whoever that is, if you want to shout them out, that'd be great. But that's a big donation. That's going to go a long way. Yes, it is. So I would really love to shout them out. But they said we're going to remain anonymous. And I said, okay, that's cool. I bet you. I bet you did. Yes. (laughs) So Operation Tiny House, I love the idea. You know, I see these on HDTV and you touched a little bit about what's included. You know, you said it's fully furnished. Sort of, can you like draw a picture, a mental picture of what these tiny houses are if people aren't familiar with them? Okay. So our tiny houses are made with cedar wood. So there's cedar on the outside. They come with beautiful doors that have the glass in them and the star, that's uh, the Texas star in the glass. They come with wood doors, top of the line windows. So large oversized picture windows. So like the, the tiny houses, I love windows. And then they have high ceilings with a reset lights, ceiling fan, cooking microwave, counters, wooden floors. So people say, Valerie, why do you put such expensive stuff in these tiny houses? Well, they deserve it for one, right? So I want this to, I want it when people walk in here, if you're not homeless, you say, oh, I'll live in this tiny house. That's what I want. So the folks that are listening in, Valerie is talking to me from a tiny house. So I see her looking around and describing all the things, which is really cool. So it's like a travel trailer, you know, the like, but it's not, it doesn't move when you're in it. But the idea is that it's a home. It's not just like a room. It's a souped up, beautiful, tiny house on trailers. Absolutely. It's gorgeous. I tell you. So we spare no expense. But remember, we have Home Depot as a sponsor. So they give us all the so all of the stuff that people do on special order when they pay a upcharge and then they decide, I don't want that. That stuff comes to Operation Tiny House. So when it's donated, it's the top of the line. It's beautiful and it represents the love that we have for these veterans who've served our country. 
So I have worked with, you know, various organizations helping build houses and things. And there's always a group of folks that are very experienced. They, they know the floor plans. They know where every screw, every nut, every bolt, every nail goes. How do you do that when you've got a bunch of volunteers and a bunch of donated materials? Well, it's experience. So I will tell you that I am a carpenter as well. So I live in a tiny house myself. About 27 years ago, I built a 900 square feet tiny house in the back of my parents' yard. So I didn't just want to be about, you know, talking somebody into living a tiny house. I needed to live that life myself. So I've been living the tiny house life for a long time now. So I love it. They love it. It's beautiful. So I love building and it's a, it's an honor for me to do it. It's almost like it's a hobby. You know, you don't, when you're doing something you love, it doesn't look, it doesn't feel like work. So I get in here with the volunteers and I'm building and I'm teaching and we're making it work and everybody walk away happy. And even if something's a little off, guess what? The veteran doesn't care about that. They care about the fact that somebody cared enough for them to come out and help build their home. And if it's just too jacked up, we'll fix it. No problem. We won't, you know, we fix it and we move on. So, but that, that's the good part about being a part of our operation is that we want everybody to be happy. We want them to feel like they are a part of the solution and they are when they come out here. So, it's it's a good it's a very good experience. So I didn't realize that you were like the lead carpenter as well. So that's really amazing. We don't, you know, maybe it's my biases, you know, the inherent biases that I have from being old. And I was like, well, you know, maybe they have some volunteers that come in, but you're like the head carpenter. So you're like the head cook, bottle I'm washer, running, running all the stuff. Now you obviously have a board and and, and people helping you. Absolutely. So, so we have a, we have a board work? of directors. Yeah, so we have a board of directors, a great board of directors. Everybody connected in this organization is connected to a veteran. All right. So I have veterans, first of all, board members of veterans, volunteers of veterans, my leadership team. I have a leadership team of veterans, really nice guys. You know, one of the things that I admire so much with the collaboration between our board. And we don't have one of those boards that's just sit and, you know, kind of make those kind of decisions and say, hey, you guys need to do this. Our board members get out right along with us. People are shocked when we show up and they're like, you're building and the board members are building? Yeah, everybody's volunteering. Everybody is building this thing together. So it just makes for a great collaboration with our leadership team. So I'm the daughter of a veteran. My dad was a paratrooper in the U.S. Army, and he named our, the first tiny house Airborne. So I'm sitting in Airborne now. Behind me is Valor. It's named after one of my uncles who served in the Navy. Two more are sitting in front of me, War and War Buddy. Every tiny house is named after a member of my family that served. And so that means that I've got a whole lot of tiny house built because I've had over 50 members of my family that served in the military. 
of 50. That's a so at least the first neighborhood have names already set up. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you are at all interested in volunteering, if you're down in Texas and you want to go over and sort of help build one of these as they're getting ready to, they got the materials and they're getting ready to do that, how do they get in touch with you? Well, sure. They can reach us at operationtinyhouse.org by going to our website and just click on email on there and we'll get you signed up. You can also call us and you'll get our voicemail, but we will return your phone call. So give us a ring. Let us know that you're interested in volunteering. You can, if you're in Texas, you can also go to volley.org, which is a, a big Columbia, a big group of a big organization that helps us to work through with our with our volunteers. But you can contact us at 469-608-9030. And that's our direct voicemail. Leave us a message. We'll reach out to you and help you get over and come over. And when we start our building process, you'll actually work directly with our partners here in Dallas. Indigo River Tiny House is our building partner who's going to be working with us on the new tiny house community. So, Valerie, I know I asked you a bunch of questions but I'm sure I didn't cover everything because I know that I don't know everything about everything you're doing. What should I have asked you about but didn't? Well, I'm proud to say that we are going to launch our a capital campaign. So there's going to be lots of stuff on TikTok and LinkedIn so make and Instagram. So make sure you connect with us, find out about our capital campaign and you can come in and do, you can donate, right? If you're in Texas, you can come visit the tiny house, have an event here, or you can just make a donation online. We'll recognize you and we will thank you for every dollar that you help us in raising this $3 million to build this tiny house community. We've been talking with Valerie Ballard. She is the chief builder and all sorts of things at Operation Tiny House, operationtinyhouse.org. It's such a great organization. And I thank you for all the veterans that are out there, especially the ones that are homeless or about to be homeless or not really having a, a permanent shelter because that is the hardest thing to overcome to even get a job or get benefits is having a fixed address. That is the number one challenge a lot of veterans have, a lot of people have that are homeless, trying to address that. I know it's a labor of love, but it's also a huge challenge to, to build these and organize and, and fundraise and get these veterans into these homes. So on behalf of every veteran, thank you for everything you've been doing. Valerie, thank you so much for joining us on Coming Home Well and sharing with us your story and, and telling us all about Operation Tiny House. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. And like you said, it's a labor of love. It is my honor to serve these veterans. Thank you so much for joining us on Coming Home Well. Thanks for joining us this week on Coming Home Well with Dr. Tyler Pieron. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, 
Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Follow us on Instagram at ComingHomeWell underscore BTS or on Twitter at ComingHomeWell. Thanks again. And until all are home and all are well, this is Coming Home Well.